welcome to this week's episode of Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro. I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, producer of the show on the Incandescent Radio Network and Incandescent TV. We know you are absolutely going to love today's guest. Michelle Aronson is going to talk about be a better leader, build a better workplace. Before I kick it over to Rita, let me just tell you about Michelle, whose career path has taken her on a 20-year progressive journey through strategic human resources, from a recruiter to a people experience officer, you're going to have to tell us about that, onto a consultant, executive coach, graduate school professor, and she's host of the True Stories at Work podcast. Michelle's company is Physics at Work which partners with companies to align their people to the business strategy, focusing on innovation, impact, and outcomes. So we can't wait to hear all about how HR and finance connect. Take it away, Miss Rita. Well, thank you so much, Hope. And welcome, Michelle. We are so happy you're here. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. So I'm just going to jump right to it. Some listeners may be wondering what HR has to do with financial planning. And of course, I did prepare some numbers, but I'd love to hear from you. What does HR have to do with financial planning? Well, since I spent my whole career in HR, I think everything. But uh, just from a tactical level, when you are starting a new job, negotiating your salary is a really critical element of your future financial success. So whether it's the stock options that you're asking for or the salary or bonus, all of that stuff accumulates over time and, and, and grows uh, exponentially. So um, I would say everything. I love that. And we're going to ask you for some tips. Mm-hmm. Michelle and I exchanged some emails and I did some number crunching. So imagine if you earn an extra thousand dollars a year, 40 years, And that $1,000 grows at 4%. Folks, 4% is kind of conservative, but that's okay. I want to be conservative. That's $95,000 over your lifetime. Now, that was only $1,000 a year. $5,000 a year over 40 years at 4% is $475,127. 10 grand a year, 40 years, 4%. Nine hundred and fifty thousand two hundred and fifty-five dollars, and twenty k a year, forty years at four percent, one point nine million dollars, one point nine five hundred to be exact. So you can be a millionaire. So now back to you, Michelle. Do you have any strategies, advice for a salary negotiation? Mm-hmm. Maybe a story. Yeah, yeah. I just want to add on to what you were saying, though, because those are just the flat numbers. Those don't include bonuses that you're getting on that money. Those don't include your employer matches to your contribution that you're getting on the increase. Those don't include, you know, all these other things that can happen. So, um, yeah, I, I the other thing I would just say is really important is to negotiate. A lot of times, and I started out, I think, you know, Hope mentioned as a recruiter, there are a number of people who will just say yes to a job without negotiating. And that is really a lost opportunity. So really, I would say before you even accept the job, thank them for the offer and tell them you just want to sleep on it. Like that is a really nice pause to 
really get clear, do your research, make sure that this money is going to be the salary that's going to make you happy, that this company is where you want to work. So just giving yourself a minute, a day, a weekend to reflect on it, to come back with a, a counter offer or an ask. So the other things that I would say, and, and when it comes to research, I always think it's interesting that people will research a vacation for hours on end, but maybe not spend that same time researching the market <laughs> or how much they could be making or what their competitors are making. So I was working with a friend last week, the company she was working with merged and she was given a lot more responsibility, a lot more people. Basically it was a promotion and they hadn't given her any increase. I, I think this happens more often uh, these days as, as the market is tightening up. And so she is a recruiter and she wanted to know how to ask for more money. Like she was kind of insulted that they didn't offer it as they gave her, they doubled her team and gave her more projects. So we talked through that and she said, I really don't want to make it about money. And I said, why not? Like, what, what is it about for you? If it's not money, that's fine. But she said, it's about fairness. And I said, okay, then can you say that to your boss? Can you say, can we look at my salary? Can we look at the internal equity? It's really important to me that I feel that I'm being paid fairly. So really just having those conversations, not ignoring them and shoving it way down deep and just holding on to it are things that I would say. I do have another friend too, in, in terms of getting an offer and then wanting to negotiate before you start with the company. I was on vacation with one of my very good friends who was referred to a job by a friend of hers. And this gentleman had been offered, uh, oh, said, you know what? You're going to love the job. It's a great company. They pay this much. This is the bonus. So she goes through the whole interview process and she's offered $30,000 less than this person. And she was distraught. I'm glad I was with her on vacation because I said exactly what I told you. Do not accept the offer. No matter what happens, tell them you're going to sleep on it, you know? And so she slept on it and we sort of scripted what she would say the next day. And he came up, but not all the way. And we knew that money was on the table because the prior, you know, person had told her that. So she came at it one more time, very respectfully and politely, and she got all the salary, but not the bonus. So we considered that a win, but that was. $30,000. And based on the numbers that you were talking about, Rita, I mean, that's a lot of money over the, over the terms of her career. So it's important. It's difficult. Talk to a friend, practice, um, but definitely ask. Absolutely. And I'm so glad your friends had you, like you said, practice role play. Mm -hmm. It definitely, I'm sure helped her confidence. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have somebody, hire a coach, talk to your financial advisor, like Think of how little that amount of money is for how much you can gain over the, over the course of your life. So definitely get practice or help. You alluded to this a little bit earlier. What are some other things people can negotiate other than salary? You know, there's been a lot of talk that employers want everyone to go back into the office, but other than being able to have flexible work and, you know, salary, what else can people be negotiating? I think many things are on the table and it depends on the size of the company and the type of business that it is, but salary, bonus, um, stock options, those are usually negotiable. 
I would also say there might be things related to if they have an on-site childcare center. Sometimes you can negotiate, you know, getting your kid in quicker or getting a discount or, you know, other types of services like that. I would also say vacation. If your company has a vacation policy, sometimes there's flexibility in negotiating that vacation. Um, work from home, like you mentioned, is a really big one right now. Um, so all those things, but really look at the list of benefits. And, you know, if there's something that's more important to you, to be honest, for me, vacation or time away is pretty close to salary. I, I, I like to make the money, but I also really value um, having extra time off if you're limited. So. so I remember seeing a cartoon somewhere um, where there were two leaders, the CEO and the CFO. And um, I might get this wrong, but I sure hope I get it right. Well, one, the CFO was telling the CEO, gosh, you know, it costs a lot of money, all these things. What if these people leave? And the CEO was like, oh, no, no, no. If we don't invest in these people, what if they stay? Um, what would you say, this is beneficial for everybody, but particularly Gen Z, mm -hmm. employers who don't really want to I don't want to say invest, but show people to find career path or invest in professional development. Mm -hmm. How would you negotiate that one? Yeah, that's a great one. That is a really good one because companies are all cutting back. I would choose the culture of the company that you want to work for. I would ask about those questions in the interview process. I would ask about opportunities for growth. I would ask for opportunities for development. I would ask about you know memberships to professional associations or things that are important to you so all of those kinds of things should also be discussed or at least learned about before you accept a job where you spend your time matters and um, how you feel about that influences you over the course of your career so highly recommend all those things yeah and of course for our viewers and listeners michelle and i met because we are WBE, that's Women Business Enterprise. So what's next for you? And tell us how we can learn more about you, follow your work and get in touch with you. I do leadership training and coaching. Building Better Leaders makes everybody happy, right? The leaders are happier when they know what they're doing. The employees that work for them are happier. Um, I do a lot of strategy and culture. I worked for my whole career in HR. On the side, I, you know, do leadership coaching, executive coaching, and then I also have a podcast. So it is about true stories at work that you've never heard because they were kept in HR. So some of my guests are use their names, some are anonymous, but there are lessons for everybody <laughs> in what uh, in what transpires. So yeah, and you can always reach me at physicsatwork.com. So would love to uh, would love to stay in touch and would love to uh, connect with you or any of your listeners. Well, thank you so much. And now back to you, Hope. Thank you so much, Michelle. That was so fantastic. Bringing that ownership to it. This is your life. This is your career. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want and need. So thank you for that. those words of wisdom. Thank you, Miss Margarita Chang. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers for watching Margaritas with Margarita on Fridays at 5 p.m. where we start off the weekend right. We flex our financial muscles. Thank you, ladies. And we will all see you next week for another episode of Margaritas with Margarita.
Thank you so much for being part of our Incandescent Radio and TV family. This is Hope Katz-Gibbs, founder of Incandescent Incorporated, the PR and publishing company for women entrepreneurs. Our Incandescent Radio and TV shows are brought to you by our advertisers and clients. Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro, brings us 15 minutes of tips every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, where you'll meet experts who are helping us flex our financial muscles. Find all of the episodes at margaritachang.com. You'll also meet intuitive psychotherapist Kara Keem, who interviews therapists and other intuitive guides from around the world. Learn more at karakeen.com. And you're going to love social justice expert Karen Hanrahan, CEO of the San Francisco-based Glide Memorial Foundation. She bridges the gap from local impact to global change on her thought leadership show on Incandescent Radio. Learn more about Karen at karenhanrahan.com. You're also going to love Alina Leal, founder of the radical wellness journaling company, zenitjournals.com. Alina asks, have you tried to journal but found it hard to keep up? Zenit makes it easier to journal for your wellness. With Zenit, you can customize your journal with prompts that speak to you. No more blank pages. Your Zenit is your personalized space to take care of yourself. Website, zenitjournals.com. Feel it, write it, Zenit. You'll also meet amazing Tracy Schott, founder of VoicesForChange.com. Tracy is determined to change the world and end domestic violence. Learn more at VoicesForChange.net. And we are so thrilled to be publishing a book for Angela Mitchell, who is the tech expert of case management. And she's also the founder of this fabulous organization, Kids Code 2. She is determined to teach kids to code computers. Talk about teaching a kid to fish. We invite you to discover and peruse all the Incandescent Incorporated websites, the magazine for women, by women, about women, incandescentwomen.com. Our health and wellness magazine is beincandescent.com, the business of mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart. Our YouTube channel is incandescent.tv. And you can learn about our PR and book publishing services at incandescent.us. If you'd like to have your own radio and video show, check us out at incandescentradio.com, where you can see what we can do for you. These podcasts are also featured on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Our podcasts are produced by Brandy Wilsker. Our videos are produced by Nelson Benavides. Our website developer is Max Kukoy, and our incandescent illustrator and designer is Michael Glenwood Gibbs. If you'd like to learn more, please send me an email, hope at hopegibbs.com. Here is to your incredible, indelible, incandescent success. Much love and many thanks.